Yo, what's up, guys? We are the Ripe Potatoes. Welcome back, Taters and Tots, for another enthralling episode of the Ripe Potatoes. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your other host, the better half, the host of the most, James motherfucking McLeod. And we wanted to go ahead and take a second here at the beginning and thank everyone for sticking with us each week, sending us movie ideas to review on the podcast, and leaving feedback on your favorite platforms, and sending us criticisms too. Oh yeah, and we'd like to thank you, the day one donator and monthly supporter, Nancy Cedillo. Nancy Cedillo. Nancy Cedillo. Nancy Cedillo. Nancy. With all the thanks out of the way, let's go ahead and get into what it is we do here on The Right Potatoes and turtle all over the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Thank you to our boy, Cody Blevins, for throwing us this week's fan request to review, Grandma's Boy. If you think video games fry your mind Game over. and make you stupid, your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. You're lost. What is that ringing? Do I have a tumor? This boy was released on January 6th of 2006 and was directed by Nicholas Grusin and was produced by Nick Swartzlin and Alan Covert. The film had a budget of 5 million US dollars and went on a gross 6.6 .6 million at the box office, which we believe was complete bullshit. Ooh, you suck! Right you freaking are, James. Complete bullshit. For those of you who are not familiar with the film Grandma's Boy, here's a synopsis to get you by. When he and his roommate can't pay their rent, video game creator Alex, Alan Covert, finds himself homeless and moves in with Lily, Doris Roberts. His wacky grandmother, Lily, and her elderly pals like to hang out in front of the television all day, but their constant presence puts a damper on Alex's social life and pot smoking. <laughs> I don't think that's exactly it, but that's fine. I hate when that happens. Alex wants to court co-worker Samantha, Linda Cardellini, but he's preoccupied by a rivalry with another game designer. So the, the would-be relationship is in limbo. Let's take a look at the Rotten Tomatoes platform numbers and see what kind of nonsense we will be dealing with. The Tomato Meter gave this a 16%. What? Average rating being 3.55 out of 10, total ratings of 63, 10 being fresh, 53 being rotten. While the audience gave this 85%, the average rating 4.19 out of 5 stars, total ratings of 226,269. 69. Nice. 69. Difference of <laughs> 69. And with the difference being 69% nice. from critics to audience, these reviews are preposterous and need to be debunked. And this movie needs to get its damn glory. Now that we know what kind of nonsense we are dealing with, let's go ahead and dive right into the critics' positive reviews. Critics' positive reviews. There's not many, obviously. So here we go. <laughs> Grandma's Boy is a better series of spoofs than anything we currently see on that show. Wait, what? What show? What show? It's an affectionate and tight-knit comedy. Even if you are under the influence, you might find yourself chuckling at various points during the movie, if only in disbelief at some of the things the cast is asked to do. Those who like American Pie and its spawn will likely find comfort in the jokes here. Sufficiently oddball and the pla uh, uh, sufficiently likable to keep the whole thing from being painful. Yeah, I believe it. Sufficiently? Why did they say sufficiently twice like that? 
Because I don't know a good other word. Yeah, sufficiently, sufficiently. This word sounds good. Hopefully no one picks up on what I'm trying to write. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I like that it's it's talking about like the, if you aren't under the influence, you Mm -hmm. might still laugh at it. Yeah. Which, uh, this is a major stoner film. If you guys haven't seen it, major, major stoner film. I would put it up there probably with like your Pineapple Expresses, um, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, shit like that. But uh, this one is better than all of them. In my personal opinion. I love this movie. <laughs> Stoner movies, I, I don't really like a lot of them. For example, Pineapple Express. Don't fucking like it. Uh-huh. So, um, But this one, top tier for me. This one's got a... <whistles> Chi-Chi's guarantee for me. Chi-Chi's guarantee. Yeah, I'd say it's up there with in the realm of Stoner comedies. I remember Babbling On had a... Like a long time ago, they had a poll about best Stoner comedies. Okay, okay. And my, my pick was up... Uh, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Okay. That was my pick, and then it lost out right away, and I was so pissed. Because <laughs> I was just like, these motherfucking kids voting on this thing don't even fucking know. They, they don't know shit about shit, dude. It was shit, like dude. the first stoner comedy. Dude, well, Half-Baked, I think, yeah. was on there, right? Which, Half-Baked is another good one. I actually like that movie. It is. It's fucking so um, kooky. But, honestly, Grandma's Boy, it mixes video games and comedy, I guess. That's it. <laughs> and drugs. I mean, but drugs, and I don't do those. Because I ain't like that. But uh, <laughs> other than that, though, this movie, it's fucking hilarious, dude. How, I don't know how you can't like it. Unless your sense of humor just sucks. It might, but it's not mine. But I think... I don't know what they're expecting out of this movie. I, I just don't know how they can rate it so poorly. Yeah. Like, what do you? What else do you expect? Fuck if I know, dude. But we about to find out. All right, let's... Let's get right into the critics' negative reviews. Let's see what those dumbasses had to say. Critics negative reviews. So filled with untapped laughs, potentially interesting subplots, and it fails in every single aspect of in mostly laughless stoner comedy. Is that it? Whatever. The sex, fart, and pot jokes come so fast and furious that a white flag seems almost appropriate response. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> like dude. Cover yeah. is so obnoxious, so lacking in the basic understanding of comedic timing. That we just understand why he has to get his buddy Sam to give him work. I don't know. He did. He. I think he was good. Yeah. Like. I don't. I just. Right when I read this, the scene came to mind where he was waiting outside, like trying to find a place to stay. And then this kid rolls by on a scooter and he's like, hey man, can I crash on your couch? And he's like, why? So I can. You can come on my mom too? <laughs> and then it just cuts to him like, just a fucking liar, Timmy! <laughs> That's so fucking funny to me. Dude, honestly, there's so many good scenes in this fucking movie that I think of, though. Like, Nick Schwartzen, for example, he lives with his fucking parents and he has a race car bed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, my uh, my roommates are going to get me a CB radio so I can talk to other car beds. <laughs> my sister said I should get an alarm. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. Do you need a stuffed animal? I have a dog. I think I have a bear. Yeah, I have a bear. What are you, eight? At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a fucking sweet car. My roommate said they're gonna get me rims for Christmas or a CB radio. I can talk to other car beds. That'll be hot. I might get a stereo too. My sister said I should get an alarm. I feel like he's like more of the straight man in this. You know? Yeah. Because everyone else is fucking weird. Like JB, the the owner of the company, Mr. Cheezel, Dante. Yeah. Even fucking Jeff, his friend, they're all fucking weird. Yeah. And he's trying, he pretty much, yeah, he's a straight man. That's in it, In my man. opinion. 
Grandma's Boy is what would result if Adam Sandler and his high-profile co-stars bailed on a movie, and the understudies took over. I don't, I don't know about I don't like that, that dude. Well, first of all, it, it was part of the Happy Madison production, so Adam Sandler did have a hand in it, obviously. Yeah, right? but since it's his Happy Madison, they probably expected him to show up in some form or another. But I'm maybe. Yeah. I feel like this movie works better without him even being there. I don't think he needed to be in it. I thought actually, like having David Spade, for example, just thrown in there. Yeah, like. They're sprinkled in there, but they're not huge characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, that David Spade or whatever, they're like, <laughs> we have shots of wheatgrass. They're good and good for you. And, like, and Nick Schwartzen's like, yeah, if you want to be sober and puke. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. They work better when they're minor characters. And I feel like this is one one of my only Alan Covert's like starring role. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of any other movies that he's like, Headed up, really. Yeah, see, so he's always the bit character, but now this is finally his time. Not to shine, but it still works. I, I don't know why they hated it so much. Like, even looking back at the movie, I watched this movie, I can't even tell you how many times, mm-hmm. but I don't see exactly what they're picking apart yeah. or why they think it's so bad. Because all it's saying is like, oh, they miss jokes, or oh, it's it's a stoner comedy with weed jokes and shit, and it's like, but it's not. <laughs> There's yeah. so much more to it, dude. And it wasn't really aimed at, like highbrow comedy like they said it's low oddball which is more yeah. like me and you <laughs> i guess that's true <laughs> like our age range that's why we fucking loved it so much well see and I, i'm like a fan of robot chicken so even that dumb fucking humor dude is just like yeah what i'm looking at and, and I, I think it's funny yeah even it, it all works i'm putting up my christmas tree dude it's august or whatever <laughs> dude it's july <laughs> yeah it's like, july no fucking way <laughs> but yeah anyway So we will be back with the audience point of views after a quick word from our sponsors. And just as a quick reminder, if you would like to promote your business or would like a shout out, be sure to message us on Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes and let us know you would like a segment. We would love to hear from you and help promote. Anyway, here they are. If you're looking to get any 3D work or any animation work, make sure you go check out our boy over at Hoover 3D. He's the best in the business and will customize any design fit to your needs. He's also a miracle worker with 2D animation or 3D imaging. We used him for our cover logo and any designs we need. Make sure you give him a follow on Instagram at Hoover 3D and be sure to direct message him for any of your design needs. Goodness, ah, good, blah, blah, good, blah, blah, fuck. Goodness, those sponsors are such a delight. Speaking of delights, Let's get into those positive audience reviews. Audience positive reviews. All these negative comments are people that have a stick up their ass. This movie is pure gold. And yes, stoner comedy funny both stoned and sober. My favorite stoner film ever. Me too. I think I I can agree with you there, homie. Yeah, good for you. (laughs) In this time, in its time, it may have been just another good comedy. But nowadays, they just don't make them organic and funny like this anymore. This movie is hilarious and maybe gets better with age. I just, I feel yeah. I think so That's too, a good for one. sure. Because I was yeah, as I was watching, I was like, damn, damn, they just don't make them like they used to. Nah, dude, not fucking at all. <laughs> <laughs> like this, if it, this was made today, I feel it'd just be like straight to Netflix, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I'd just be lost in the fucking mountain of other nonsense Netflix comedies. originals yeah the ones like that, that are funny with no good jokes because everyone's offended by good jokes yeah see <laughs> this wouldn't la- this wouldn't be made today absolutely fucking not I signed up for Rotten Tomatoes just to leave a review for this movie 
I'm not one to rewatch movies or remember lines from them, but this movie has proven to be an exception. It is an absolute classic. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Worst critics consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie was amazing. I've lost count of how many times I've watched it. One of the few comedies that I have laughed out loud at. Even when I'm alone. <laughs> true, dude. That's very true. true. I was giggling myself. I was watching by myself. I like how the the people literally like, yo, I signed up for Rotten Tomatoes just to leave a good review for this movie. Pretty much. like You could see the power of this movie and how good it is. Absolutely. Still. I mean, an 85% though from audience to what was it? Fucking 16. 16? Yeah. Dude, that's shit. <laughs> that's straight that's shit. Ter- and it's not that... It's not 16% bad. It's definitely not. Like, even if you don't like the movie, I don't think it's 16% bad. Because there's maybe at least one thing you could fucking laugh at. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know everybody else's humor, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, so. like... Just can't believe how fucking low the score is. Like, I understand, like, 30 or 40. But... <laughs> Even 16. then, I'm just like, yo, look at your your audience, though. Mm-hmm. That's who it should appeal to the most, you know? Yeah. Like, the critics, the only thing, good thing about the critics is they can write reviews and then be like, hey, go watch this movie. But that's, that's always based it. on their opinion. They don't have, like, a bias or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, they could all fuck off. But, this movie is great. I look up in the tree, and there he is. The, the king f- of the fucking jungle <laughs> <Yeah>. or whatever. <laughs> the fucking king of the jungle. This shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> He's the fucking best. A rare breed of African lion was captured in a residential neighborhood. Sir, what was going through your head when you came upon the lion? This shit is fucking crazy. I don't even know how a lion got into the neighborhood. I heard some growling shit out in the yard. So my roommate and I, we go to check this shit out. I look up in the tree, and there's the fucking king of the jungle. That's so good, dude. All right. It was much easier to find positive reviews for the audience, but of course, there have to be negatives. Let's see what negatives the audience had to say. Audience negative reviews. Absolutely terrible. I'm not one to take stupid movies seriously, but this was just a terrible movie from start to finish. I couldn't find any redeemable quality except for the rap during the ending credits. The rap was stupidly funny, just rapping the plot of the movie. That's, yeah, the Grandma's Boy song. Oh, yeah. But... Okay. <laughs> That's your favorite <laughs> part of the movie? You suck. Alright, this film was unwatchable. No, it wasn't. Okay. Bottom of the barrel film showing us the best of Happy Madison characters and actors. What? That makes no sense. First line. Bottom of the barrel showing us the best of Happy Madison characters and actors. That's fucking stupid. Anyway. The movie will please tweens and young boys. It is sad that this is what happened to Adam Sandler, who started out as a creative actor and gradually fell to earth... With a series of serious duds. He's not in the He's fucking not in movie, it. you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you big pal dookie. We don't have concentration camps anymore, but sitting in the theater with this movie might as well be one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I put that in there because I was like, yo, this is... It's not that bad, dude. It's, yeah, it's you not... ever seen It's Pat? No, I'm just kidding, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that one. Oh, I'll shit. give you that one. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but I, I don't I don't get it, man. Obviously on this one we side with the audience. Obviously. Well, I do. Do you obviously? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fucking obviously. I watched it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We we love the film, guys. And Cody, thank you again for giving us to us. But there are so many good lines in the movie, first of all. The fact that he's nutting on the dude's mom is like, Yeah, you like that Laura or whatever, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> he ends up coming on his mom, he's like 
<laughs> my mom said you could still stay for breakfast or stay for breakfast. Stay over. And he's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not an offer. Yeah, breakfast. yeah, that's it. <laughs> my mom said you could still stay over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you came on my mom. You might be the biggest perv in the world right now. What were you thinking? I couldn't sleep. I saw the doll. You can't wake me up to play video games or something? Didn't want to disturb you. You were balls deep in that turtle with a thumb in your mouth. I love my turtle. Anyway, my mom said you could still stay the night. Oh, yeah. That's not an awkward breakfast. Uh, anyway. It's the funny thing because he calls them roommates. Yeah. <laughs> like, you gotta be quiet. My roommates are sleeping. You mean your mom and dad? <laughs> yeah, my yeah, roommates. My roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. But you guys need to watch it, is what I'm trying to say. If you have not seen this movie, please, for the love of God, just go fucking watch it. I think this one actually, when it had originally released, it kind of got blown over for me. I don't know what happened. Um, but that, that happened to a lot of people, because I'm like, like you and like me, I didn't see it until it came out on video. Yeah, I didn't even see it until my brother told me about it a few years later. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, hey, dude, have you watched this movie? You want to watch it? It's fucking funny. I was like, nah, that one looked stupid. But I, I was actually thinking of the movie Mama's Boy. So there's a movie called Mama's Boy that came out the year after. Yeah. And uh, it had the guy who played Napoleon Dynamite, which I wasn't a huge fan of. So mm-hmm. I was like, nah, that looks fucking stupid. And he's like, no, no, you need to watch this movie. And I was like, all right, I guess. And then I fucking loved it. And ever since then, you know. It's fucking great. It has, uh, what's it, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jonah Hill? Yeah. And he's just sucking on a titty the whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> For 13 hours. Yeah. <laughs> They're all stoked on that. Oh, dude. But th- there's so much good quality content in this fucking movie, and it's video games and jokes. So if you're, if you're a video game fan, you'll fucking hopefully fuck with it. Yeah. And then if you're a stoner, I mean... There's plenty of weed jokes for you. <laughs> hey, you forgot smoking lamp. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. Was that expensive piece? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think one. Yeah, one of the funniest parts was when he quit his job and went to Dante, and he's just like, "I want you to roll up the deer shit, the credible Hulk shit, the bling, and the bling bling. And you're rolling yeah. into one joint." He's like, "Yo, bro, if you're going to the loony bin, I'm going with you." <laughs> <laughs> no man's brave enough to try that. One man is. Roll it. <laughs> Drive, monkey! Drive! Yeah, crazy shit like that. That's where it kind of probably... It doesn't lose me, but that's when it goes all crazy. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm way too big to drive to the devil's house, man. And then they fucking let the monkey drive. <laughs> the movie's fucking kooky, dude. Yeah. That's all there is to it. But anyway, for those of you who are new to the podcast, you, the audience, are the taters and tots. Taters are those of you who agree with our review wholeheartedly, and the tots are those of you who don't necessarily agree with our review on the film but still listen to the podcast. We have a third tier, which are called Tater Haters, but the Tater Haters don't listen to the podcast at all and won't even he- hear what we have to say. So, fuck them. Fuck you. Anyway, and now it's time for our favorite segment, Fun Facts with Jay. And now, Fun Facts with James. That's James. That's me. <laughs> Uh, the video game featured in the movie, Demonic, was an actual video game that was to be released on the Xbox 360. The project was cancelled when the production company, Majesco Entertainment, ran into financial troubles. Dude, honestly, so, now that you mentioned that, though, mm-hmm. I did mention, I was like, yo, this looks like a fucking Predator game, mm-hmm. is what it looked like. Yeah. Because the main character looks like fucking Predator. But anyway, it looked tight. The game looked fucking sick. And I wanted to play it. I remember 
stand like I'm gonna date myself because I'm old as fuck. But I remember standing <laughs> at a fuck in a blockbuster, reading a mag, reading one of them game magazines, and then this was on the demonic. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking way, this game is real. And then it said, yeah, it was gonna be released in 2006 or whatever. And then nothing ever came of it. And I was pretty bummed because it looked fucking tight in the movie. Well, and what's her name, Dolores Roberts? Would fuck you up on it, so it's fine, dude. I'll fuck her up anyway, right now. <laughs> Just kidding, she's I'll, not with this one. I'll punch that white-haired bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, barely grossing $6 million in its original theatrical release, this film made over $50 million in DVD sales. Really? Yeah, so that's where it came. That's oh, shit. Hit its cult status right there. Fuck, dude. Now that's impressive. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's well, a lot of sheesh. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> And according to Nick Swartzen, in the in the pot smoking scene, Peter Dante was given fake weed. Peter then decided to get his own weed, and for each retake of that scene, he was lighting up real bong hits. Swartzen stated stated that Peter, after take after the take, said he couldn't feel his legs and that he needed to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he smoked too much. I'm not surprised though. Yeah. I actually, you know, I thought I heard something about that anyway. They're like, here, here's some fake weed, and he's like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> And smoked himself stupid. <laughs> if you're down, you're down, man. <laughs> and the car cane, Kelvin Yu, drives hev- drives a heavily modified Toyota Supra. The exact same car he drove is featured in the beginning of Too Fast, Too Furious. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. You gotta rewatch it, dog. Well, I'm gonna have to pay attention. Yes. Dudes. Come on, dog. Quit Fucking smo- dudes. Quit smoking that devil's lettuce, dog. Stop smoking those dudes. <laughs> <laughs> And the doll in which Alex masturbates is actually a modified Barbie doll instead of the Tomb Raider character Laura Croft due to licensing reasons. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. You can't jerk off to our character. Don't get it anyways. Even though we got Angelina Jolie, you know what I'm saying? I saw Laura Croft. <laughs> and Alex is driving a pile of garbage car because the production was running low on money so when it came to get the car for, came to get the car for his character. No shit. Yeah. That's Which is hilarious. like... It makes sense for his character anyways. Yeah. I, I think that was a good good little uh, piece of it, I guess, when they're moving out. He just has all his shit stuffed in his car, It's dude. like a shitty-ass Honda. Yeah, it's fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the line, you're a hooker, at the, in the opening sequence was the idea that of Adam Sandler, and he's suggested on the day of the shoot. That's fucking hilarious, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, they'll massage your cock for money. I think there's a word for that. Hooker, you're a hooker. <laughs> and they, like, Kevin Nash, yeah. <laughs> I could stand in there. He gets all like offended yeah. by it. <laughs> Great film. What the hell is this? It's like Cypher's Hell concert in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the game used in the movie, the game used in the movie Eternal Death Slayer Three is actually a modified version of Majesco's Blood Rain Two. Both Blood Rain Two and the abandoned title Demonic were developed by Texas-based developer Terminal Reality. Holy shit. Yep. You remember the Blood Rain games? Did you ever play those? I Nope. I played, like, one of them. It was okay. But basically, you're this vampire who's hella bloody and shit. They made a movie about it. I remember that. Probably one of the coolest sex scenes in any movie. I remember that, Anyway. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, guys, kinda, but it's hot. Alright. Oh. <laughs> uh, when Alex comes out of Samantha's office, JP is standing facing the wall, and you can see a poster that says Gay Robot 2006. A television series written by Nick Sportson... And the character from a sketch of the same name from from Adam Sandler's 2004 comedy album, Shh, Don't Tell. 
There's also a small poster for Gay Robot on the shelf behind Mr. Cheezle's desk. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I think I did see that. <laughs> gay when Robot. He, yeah, when he's standing there, like, with his fucking jacket up, trying mm-hmm. to be, like, invisible or whatever. How did he see me? <laughs> yeah. You're fucking weird. <laughs> You'd like it if you had robot ears. I just... Anyway. So I don't like techno. <laughs> you would if you like robot ears. And the sound heard when the, when the doors opened and closed to JP's office are the same sound clips that are used in the popular franchise games Doom. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's what it was. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, this sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. But there you go. There it is. And lastly, elements of JP's character are loosely based on Cliffy B, designer of Gears of War. Additionally, Mr. Cheezle is loosely based on David Perry, who was responsible for the game such as Earthworm Jim. My dog. Yeah. Which Earthworm Jim is fucking tight, dude. It's fucking hard. You ever play that? Oh, yeah, dude. And I, I played a bunch of those games for, like, the Genesis. Genesis was my favorite console, if anyone was wondering. I know you asked. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, those games were so fucking hard, dude. The Lion King game, that will fucking drive you insane because of how hard it is. All those and Disney games are... Aladdin. Aladdin. Fuck. You ever played Beauty and the Beast? Uh-uh. It's, I don't think I ever played that don't one. Don't play it. It's, you can't get, I can't get past the first part, and I'm old as fuck now. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't beat it. Dude, that shit's fucking hard. Like, why do they make those games hard? When I was a kid, though, I was fucking blasting through those. I was like, what's up, homie? And now I'm like, how the fuck did I even get through this shit? Yeah, you- <laughs> It's just fucking tough. Yo, real question. So I did have one. What is your favorite stoner movie? Stoner. Obviously, you said Up in Smoke was Up one in of Smoke them. Up in Smoke is but... one of them, yeah. Up in Smoke, this. What are the ones that are fucking half-baked, of course? I'm trying to think. Does Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas count? I guess that could count. Right? That's, that's a drug movie. But it is a drug uh, movie. That one. It's pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. Probably those four. Okay. Did you like Tropic Thunder? Would that, that would that be considered a stoner film? Well, parts uh, of it, but know. not really stoner. Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express, yeah. I hated that movie, by the way. Did you? I wasn't a fan, dude. Why? I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Like, it was one of those things when I started watching it, it just didn't strike me immediately. Mm-hmm. So then I just kind of gave up on it. It's understandable. But uh, yeah, this one would probably be one of my favorites. Half Baked is fucking great. Um, that's pretty much what I got. <laughs> That's all I got right there. It's yeah. For my top two, it's a tie between Up and Smoke and then Cheech and Chong's next movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that dude. Which, if you guys haven't watched Cheech and Chong, that's old that's, classic goodies. That shit's fucking hilarious. I fuck with them. Yeah. I fuck with them. Heavy. Stuff they can't get away with today, but still. You can't get away with anything today. I've been rewatching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I was talking to Wayman, and that show could not make it nowadays, dude. <laughs> like straight up. I was watching it, literally, just in the first season, within the first five episodes, they would have been shut down mm-hmm. fucking easy. But, um, what is your, since it's about video games, what's your favorite game console, or what was your favorite video game growing up? Growing up, uh, it was probably Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Ooh, Because, okay. yeah, my first game console was a Sega Genesis. Okay. And so I Fuck played yeah. that, played the shit out of that, and then my, my cousin gave me the Genesis, so it came with a slew of games. Beauty and the Beast being one of them. Fuck, dude. Never beat it. Echo the Dolphin. Oh, fuck yeah. Echo the Dolphin. She was, was hard as fuck, bitch. too. <laughs> but still. Yeah. I would say Sonic. And Sonic and Knuckles, because you could open the top part of the cartridge. And then put the other one on it. Yeah, and then you could be fucking Knuckles and Sonic, too, and just glide through everything. I was always Knuckles, dude. Yeah. I, you had to be. If you weren't playing Knuckles, you weren't shit, you know? But, I have to, but now, it's probably... I don't have a favorite one now. Because yeah. I have both PS4 and Xbox, and I play games on both. And yeah. so... I'm a fucking 
what do they call those? Switch hitter. <laughs> fence, fence walkers. That yeah, fence walker. Fence walker. There, there we go. That makes you're in between sense. the two, so you're not partial to PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Well, I bought a PS4 because they had better exclusives, but I still, my heart lies with Xbox. Uh, Gears of War, dude. Gears of War will always be my jam. Yeah, see. If I could go back to the 360 days, though, because... 360, in my opinion, was better than the PS3, mm -hmm. but those were the Call of Duty days. Let's talk about people not being able to survive, dude. Nobody could survive the game chat in Call of Duty nowadays at oh. all. Everyone was fucking my mother. It was, <laughs> it was, it's it tough. was wild, dude. I'm glad I didn't like. I was not. I didn't have. I was poor, so I didn't have a fucking headset most of the time, so I couldn't hear nobody. Dude, it's so funny. I used to play with. Uh, I used to work in Latchkey, mm -hmm. and so I'd watch younger kids. And there was this kid. He was 11. And uh, we played Call of Duty together. His dad and I were um, pretty solid friends or acquaintances, I guess. But we played games together. And this kid was fucking good, dude. And I always felt bad playing with him because I'm all sitting there cussing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then go to work the next day. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> so. Yeah, when I play video games, like competitive games like Call of Duty or Mortal Kombat, fighting games and shit, I have to like turn to the person if I don't know them. But hey, man, I'm going to say some shit. I don't mean it. But I'm going to... I want to be saying some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just get ready for it, homie. Yeah. And so, I always got to warn them, because it's, it's about to go down. Yeah, dude. I light people up, too. Especially fighting games. Don't even fucking start with me there. <laughs> you want to piss me off, dude? Piss me off during a fighting game. Yeah, That's it. It'll be over. I'll shut the fucking console off and throw it out the window, dude. I don't give a shit. Anyway, so... Now that we're just bantering, guys, thank you again for stopping in for this week's episode and also keeping us afloat, you know, keeping us doing what we doing. Cody Blevins, again, thank you so much for recommending this movie because this yeah. was one on our list that we've been wanting to do, but you forced our hand, and I'm okay with that. So thank you, homie. Thanks again, Nancy, our lady friend. Nancy! The Nancy! <laughs> Thank you. The OG. Uh, she's one of our monthly subscribers, and you keep us keep us going, Nancy. Thank you, keep, you. You keep the lights on. You do. And if you guys have any movie recommendations, be sure to send them over to us. Be sure you're following us on the underscore right underscore potatoes, and we'll do it. We'll do the fucking thing. Yeah, man. No matter how bad you think the movie is or how bad everyone else thinks the movie is, we'll watch it. We'll review it. If I'm it's shitty, I'm gonna tell you. But yeah. <laughs> it's okay. My but uh, like side note, my buddy, we're writing on Messenger. He's like, "Hey, now that I have your attention, you guys should talk about Anaconda." And I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know." Yeah, I fuck with that though, dude. Come <laughs> I was on, like, I don't know. Ice Cube, and then the dude gets a fucking what wasp in his throat, yeah. and then they fuck it. It's tight. Whatever, dude. So yeah, keep listening. We'll do it someday. We'll, we'll do you someday. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye. This has been a Bright Potatoes production. <laughs>